1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Dolphins Podcast. Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts.
2: It was a real fantastic four for Miami's offense against the New York Jets. It was Jalen Waddell catching all eight of his receptions for over 100 yards, leading the team in receiving yards. Tyreek Hill got on the board with another touchdown, 100 yards on nine receptions. But then Raheem Mostert, 94 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, and Jeff Wilson makes his long-awaited return to the rotation with 11 carries for 56 yards. Usually the story doesn't end there, but on Friday, that was it, Josh. Not a lot of action outside of those four. So before we get into individual performances, is that surprising to see just four guys involved in the action?
3: Yeah, I think a little bit, but I guess it goes to show you that the Dolphins uh, knew what was working right, and continued to stick with it. I mean, I guess it's not really a surprise that you're utilizing Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle as those <laughs> one-two guys, because yeah, we keep talking about how we're waiting for someone to step up as that third wide receiver, so um, that's not too much of a surprise, but the way they were able to close the game out and stick to the run game late, I mean, that was a little bit of a surprise, right? I mean, we still are waiting for Jeff Wilson. Please get your touchdown, right? You're still waiting for two. at least one or two. I think I got a I did an every, uh every touch, every score. You know what I mean? Anytime score or whatever the hell. And Jeff Wilson, and um, it was a part of my parlay and it absolutely destroyed it. So, um, I, Raheem Mostert, I mean, he looks absolutely unstoppable. Wrote an article for the Finnsider. He's three touchdowns away from Ricky Williams, single season record. I think he's still what second in rushing right behind Christian McCaffrey. And he closed that game out. So, um, I'm not too surprised because those guys, at least for now, have proven to be the playmakers. And um, until someone can show you that they can stop them, keep giving it to them. But I was impressed with how the offensive line played throughout this game and especially how that run game closed out the game because um, we're going to need that hopefully in December and January and February.
2: I think we could see the injuries on Miami's offensive line a little bit here. Uh, Liam Meikenberg didn't allow a single pressure at right guard, which is awesome. I thought Lester Cotton was solid. I apologize.
3: I apologize to him. I don't know. Do you want to do it too? You want? To, I, I'm sorry, yeah, Liam Leikenberg. You
2: know, I don't think I. I guess I kind of got on it a little bit on the. He's like I the only move.
3: guy still under contract next year, right? Like he's one of the only offensive line we have under contract, so we got to p- parade him around. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry.
2: It it kind of felt like the. The Dolphins ended the day. The rushing stats look pretty good. 37 carries for 167 yards, but I didn't think it was always smooth sailing for this group. And I thought it was pretty impressive because I think there were a lot of situations where, okay, Raheem Mostert would get six yards and the next two carries would be one yard, one yard. And then all of a sudden you're in this awkward situation, but Mike McDaniel stuck with it throughout the entire game, two threw the ball, 30 times you ran the ball 37 times on the, on the road. That's the recipe for success for a team like the Miami Dolphins. Uh, It wasn't always simple, and I got to give Mike McDaniel so much credit for that because he just stuck with it time after time. He didn't go crazy like you would when you have a quarterback like Tim Boyle and you want to throw the ball 40 times in the game. But the Dolphins just kind of stuck within the offense, and obviously, Josh, the one stat that jumps off the page is two is two interceptions, but uh, do you think he played that poorly?
3: No, I mean outside of those, and I mean I was jokingly again saying that he was going to have that one that went right at someone's chest. Um, I thought he played pretty good football. I mean, I do think he's still executing well. He's his timing again is sensational, and um, you have to love the again. We talked about how we want to see Jalen Waddle get more involved. I might have to put some egg on my face because I think right after I uh, I said that I went on there, uh, Sarney was you know saying how I think he's on pace to break his receptions and yards from last season. So uh, maybe it's more so I just feel like he could have made more of an impact like we saw here, right? Eight of eight for, what, 100 and some yards. I mean, he led the team in receiving, and that's what you want from Jalen Wild. You want that one-two punch. So um, to a time i low, the way he's playing right now, I'm fine with. Just please stop with those boneheaded, you know, interceptions that hopefully are not going to cost us when we're in a playoff situation, right? That is – it's it's not hurting us now, but there will be a time when it bites us in the ass. So we got to get them out of the way right now.
2: I'm just wondering if it's just something we have to uh, accept at this point with two. I mean, he gets the ball so quickly, man. And this offense just moves so quickly where the decisions made, I mean, he's the ball's out of his hand in 2.5 seconds. And again, not math guys, but I mean, for the decision to go from his mind to his arm, that still takes time. It doesn't take a lot of time. So he's coming to these decisions in within a second as someone who can't decide what they want for dinner for a couple of hours, man. I think I'm going to kind of settle in the camp here where I'm I'm okay. I, I entered this game really thinking, let's get a clean performance tool. Let's not turn the ball over. I'll sacrifice 14 points if it means maybe we punt an extra time or two, but it doesn't result in these boneheaded turnovers. I just think it's just how they operate, man. The decisions are made so quickly. If it means you're going to be right 90% of the time and that 10% might hurt you once in a while, I, I think that's something we just have to settle in with because generally speaking, Miami's first drive, they turn it over on downs. Hated the play call on fourth down to throw a fade to Tyree kill. That said, he should have caught it. It was a play he should have made. It was a great throw by Tua. Just still don't like the play call. I think both those things would be true. But, man, if he's going to do 243, the touchdown, you take back a couple other plays, a couple other players on the offense, making a couple miscues, overall solid performance, and I'll swallow the interceptions. It is what it is.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a Tua stand. I'll swallow interceptions as well. I just I feel like at some point in the playoffs, you know, there's going to be these haters that sit here and detract it and say, oh, yeah. you know, it, and it'll be that critical moment of a game. So, do want to clear those up, but yeah, man, if he's going to go out there and continue to deal like he is, um, yeah, I'll I'll take it any day of the week. We we were so far down at one point, right? The last 30 years at quarterback, I mean, Tua Tagovailoa is a saint. QB1 mm-hmm. all the way.
2: And we can't understate the efficiency going eight for eight with someone like Jalen Waddle to get over a hundred receiving yards, 114 to be exact. I mean, that's just so, so impressive to not lose yardage on those, to not lose an opportunity to get yardage on those. Tyree killed nine of 12, but man, Jeff Wilson, another three targets. He caught all three for uh, 17 yards. I thought that was an interesting one. Durham Smythe caught one of three targets for 10 yards. And outside of that, Raheem Mostert targeted once, I think it was like the first play of the game. And, they were wondering if he fumbled it. That was a whole fiasco. They ended up ruling that incomplete. And then Braxton Barrios also targeted once and uh, no receptions. So Josh, you mentioned Tua dealing, but he's not. It's not the blackjack dealing we're really used to. So uh, what are your thoughts on here when you got just you know four guys involved with the offense and then you got Durham Smythe, another reception. I mean Darrington Evans had two reception or uh, two running two rushes. Excuse me before he fumbled the football. I mean there wasn't a lot happening outside of the big four.
3: I was going to say free Robbie chosen, right? That would be my first. (laughs)
2: I'm
3: just kidding. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with if you're winning games, but I mean, this is something that we definitely have to keep an eye on as the season progresses. We still want someone to step up in that number three spot. We talked about how awesome Braxton Barris looked earlier in the season, maybe river Craycraft. You know, there was a run at late in that game that Raheem Mostert touched. And I think Kyle Krabs slowed it down a little bit. At least he brought it to my attention. I mean, I've been running around. I'm sure you're not on Twitter all the time, Jake, but I I saw it out in my corner. I River Cratecraft comes in from the side and kind of seals things off on that Raheem Mostert touchdown where he kind of walked the uh, end zone line. Like we would do a Madden if we're playing some dude online, trolling him. So um, I'm okay with it for now, but I think when you play some better teams, when you get into the playoff situations, you're going to need more than just Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but it's a testament probably to the Jets defense too, the way they were able to um, attack the dolphins. Cause I mean, it was a battle out there, right? But uh Tyreek Hill, man, uh,
2: unbelievable performance. Devon A. Chan, obviously, he didn't play. Expectations are he will be back this week against the commies. Who's another guy you want to see involved? Is it River Craycraft as he gets healthier and, and returns to form? Is it Braxton Barrios? Is Durham Smythe going to be someone who you can rely on just to get kind of 40 yards on three receptions, maybe an occasional touchdown? Because I think they're going to need that third target, especially uh, late in the season. Those last three games of the year stick out to me where you're just going to need somebody. I mean, I look back to last year, that Buffalo game late in the year where I mentioned this before, there was a backup tight end. He had his first career touchdown and when he was wide wide open, all alone in the end zone. Those are the playmakers you're going to need late in the season. And I'm curious to find out who those are.
3: Yeah, who'd you say? Did you did you throw a name out there? I my thing uh, did the little hiccup, the little RoboCop hip, hiccup.
2: Well, you were, mentioned River Craycraft. Uh, is anyone else popping to mind? River, uh, Robbie Chosen. We we're still waiting for that revenge game. I'm oh, sure there's yeah. another team that he's been on that they'll play eventually.
3: Yeah, um, I I thought maybe you said A Chan. I thought you were talking about A Chan instead about how maybe once he comes out there, you know, get him involved a little bit more in the passing game. Maybe I mean that's what I thought, um, you were saying. That but Jeff sense. Wilson, to again, to our surprise, I mean, he's been. Um, active at least in the passing game so you wonder if they don't like getting him the ball giving him a chance to you know run a guy over and maybe pick up that extra yardage but um, yeah we need someone to step up in these final weeks and we just need to limit some of those mistakes but I'm I'm very happy with the way this offense is playing especially when you think about all the different injuries right I mean we'll, we'll talk about the injuries Teron Armstead's out again right I mean we're sitting here mixing and matching and putting together this puzzle and Um, As of now, they're going out there and playing as as good as any team in the NFL.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to
4: be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?